what's the difference between Hillary Clinton and Duncan Donuts? Well, they've both been in jail. You're listening to the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed Podcast Show. Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the People's Podcast. Here to rock the podcast world. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. You're with me, the Ramsey, and got the Hattrick sitting on the other side of the Skype call, ladies and gentlemen. We're back and ready to rock and to... We're so excited because the news is being absolutely filled with lots of stuff. So, as I say, welcome Hugh Hattrick to your very own podcast. <clears throat> good evening, Fraser. Good to speak to you. How are you doing? Yes, I'm good. I'm well. Yeah, how's your throat? Are you? I still sound like Barry White. You still sound like on an off day. <laughs> careful, you need to be careful how we say that. Um, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> of the, of the, I think he's dead, is he not? Yeah, he's dead. Liberal lefties might get come at us. Um, but uh, for the PC brigade, but we don't care, do we? <laughs> I did say like Barry White on an off day. Oh, so, yeah. if it was having a bad day, that's what I would sound like. You know. <laughs> Good point. So, what are we going to talk about? There's been lots to talk about, but I thought I would kind of start off with a little bit of a warning to people, for those who, well, especially live in America, okay? Now, there's the ones who live in America, and um, the recently, one of my, um, somebody I know who happened to, there's a lot of the scammers who are, the hackers are hacking the apps. <clears throat> now, that's the apps of, uh, like, your Dunkin' Donuts, or so you can top up your money, and you can go and just show the app, and you can take buy a cup of tea or a donut or whatever you need to buy. Now, she was um, hacked through the app while she was in Dunkin' Donuts, because she happened to be on a Skype call with my rest of my team. We'll go into that later. Um, and... Uh, she got hacked that she brought up the app and instead of showing the gift card it wasn't there and uh, they managed to hack her app and uh, take tried to withdraw $100 uh, from her accounts and um, it was so she realised that uh, <laughs> when you're on video and you got my broadcast partner opening wide and showing his tonsils um, and you're like it's <laughs> always good <laughs> He's obviously got a good dentist. Um, Can't contain the excitement, Fraser. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so anyway, she was. So anyway, why? Anyway, going forward a bit, she was. Um, she did broadcast this on Facebook Live and Periscope to warn people: be careful of uh, the Dunkin' Donuts app. Now, she bought, She was giving us an update, and I was saw her on Facebook Live, and I said, uh, obviously, she did phone up Dunkin' Donuts, and they refused to say. Well, they simply all they offered her, they were pretty much saying. Hmm, this is uh, not our responsibility, so uh, we don't, uh, and uh, you can, we don't really care, really. So we offered her a $15 gift card for some stuff and some unlimited juice or tea or whatever, which is not really much of a consolation when you've got $100 missing from your account. So, so the ba- basically, what has actually, ha- what's happened is, I was, well, I was saying that, so I feel that we, she has to go to the bank and get the fraud squad sorted out, so we're going to, I can just see the title in the next newspaper, <laughs> newspapers saying uh, 
Dunkin Donuts investigated fraud scandal linked to Clinton emails <laughs> joining him <laughs> in a flipping jail cell. I tell you something, if it was me, if I had had this, if I was on the phone, if I was phoning Dunkin Donuts and I was saying, listen, my 100 quid has gone out of my account, I'd be dropping, I'd be dropping them in a donut, I'd be dunking them literally in their own mix, uh, I'd be going, doing, I'd lose the plot with these people. That's what I would be doing. I would simply, excuse me, you've got 100 quid, I'd be going, uh, 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 and you're offering me a $15 uh, disc card, whoopee-doo. You might as well offer me flipping Scooby snacks. Uh, maybe a, it's just like, really? So anyway, the warning is, be careful with your apps, because um, I think they're getting targeted now by a lot of people. So anyway, that's uh, just a wee warning for Dunkin' Donuts, so they'll we'll be joining... Hillary Clinton in the Do you think they could have a lot more there? fun with that? What? Instead of trying to take £100 out of their account, they would have ordered them like 200 donuts. <laughs> so when they go in and say, hey, I want to use my app, please. And they said, all right, yes, you've got an order here for 200 custard donuts. Okay. Would you like them in a bag? And they'd be like, I didn't order that. Yes, exactly. you did. That would be much more fun. Oh, that, much that, more last than that. That would be interesting. Anyway, so just a warning for you guys, just to make sure you make sure check your apps. If you're in America and you're listening to this, uh, check out, uh, just be careful, because uh, Dunkin' Donuts just don't seem to give a toss or don't give a donut a donut about uh, their customers. But anyway, um, next, so what we're going to talk about next, we've got a choice of Lily Allen, and she's calling us all Nazis. Uh, mm-hmm. We have the SNP, we're going to do Trump and Clinton, because there's lots to talk about there. Um, and there's uh, one which has caused a lot of controversy, the BBC, BBC at it again, surprise, surprise, the... BBC are going to are have been broadcasting a transgendered TV program aged at kids of six years old. So and <clears throat> put it this way, we're all in uproar. and My voice is getting croaky. I'm sure the, we are passing. He's passing his cold down the airwaves. <clears throat> so I'm really a horse. I'm sounding like Barry White myself. I'm the idiot that I got all the blinking coughing. I'll be up all about three o'clock in the morning editing this. All the coughs and the splutters, but um, anyway. ah, it was something. It was something else. It was in the Daily Mail. So, what? Um, which one are you talking about? Who do you want to talk the, about? Um, the the one about the um, uh, transgender program for six year olds. Talk about the BBC. Slate yeah. the BBC. Would have killed the BBC. Slate them. And uh, so, um, oh, does your wife want to do me a cup of tea? No, no, it's fine. I'm just saying I'm staying in here. <clears throat> That's cool. I'm okay. staying in the kitchen. But um, but yeah. You know, that <coughs> right. So, I'm coughing like it's crazy. Why is my throat? My throat just suddenly going monkey. Anyway. Um, yes. Would you want your six-year-old to see a program about an eleven-year-old girl taking particular drugs to stop her going through puberty so that she can have a sex change in later in life? No. That's what it was basically about. It was horrendous. I mean, you know, kids are very impressionable as it is, and this is just going to confuse them completely. But it's part of this kind of, you know, inclusive lot. You know, everything everything except sense you know, coming in our education system. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, it's it's absolutely scary. And I, I want to make sure that in our schools, uh, like the one down here in the borders, that we do not get anything like that because um, that will be a major no-no. Um, I and be, think it's how ridiculous how they, they seem to be forcing... I feel that they're just forcing the... Well, it's another step of forcing rammed gayness, brown paper on his throat, gay pride and everything, and be diversity and community and acceptance, and it's all this and that, and they've got what they want. Now they're sl- 
Now they're simply ramming transgender down everyone's throats. Yeah. Simply down by, and also now they're aiming at lowest six-year-olds, which is a low, low yeah. point for the BBC. Aye. And, but, and you know, the, 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 what's more scary is that the Scottish government um, had this World Peace Day thing a few a few weeks back. Right. Where they, all the, the primary schools would have this, they'd all go into the, a local bit and they'd all sing songs and hold hands. But it was linked with a kind of anti-nuclear campaign because it was run by the SNP. And I remember speaking to one of the ladies that was at the, our local school who helped to organise it and basically said, oh, you know, I, re- I recognise it straight away because we had the little St Andrew's flag lapel badge yep. um, on, our, on our suit. Um, and, uh, and then she came across to say, well, we've got to make sure that the kids get diversity because in the borders there is not much diversity. Um, and I thought I really got, I didn't reply, but in my inside I was going to say actually maybe you could give them a proper education yeah. and teach them things they might actually need, you know. But um, instead of you know diversity and crap, just tell them to love people as they should do. You know that's sensible. Uh, of course, get on with everybody, be decent to everybody, regardless of where they come from and who they are, what colour of skin they are. Of course, you would be decent to everybody. That's a sensible thing, but forcing diversity. And all this kind of, the, the, I have to say, the, the SNB government is getting scarier by the day with the kind of rubbish they're coming well, out with. I, I'm going to say this again, I don't really care what people think about it. The, 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 the SNP are now becoming the simple Scottish Nazi party, whether you like it or not, they are becoming very dictatorship. They don't, simply, if they don't get their way, they are simply throwing out their toys at the pram, left, right and centre, because they're simply not getting what they want, which is in the, obviously independence, and they're not getting... Um, just simply just not getting it to stop so uh, and they're just everything's got to be their way or the highway basically and uh, but I think in the recent First Minister's question times uh, Nicholas Sturgeon was getting white taken to the cleaners literally by um, Ruth Davidson and Kezia Dugdale well we relate much Kezia Dugdale but, but um, anyway but Ruth Davidson she was killing basically just had them again, had them again, had her against the ropes basically which is pretty much what was happening yeah aye aye well, the thing is, they just have nothing to offer. Yeah. It's socialism, and it's the top end of socialism, which means they've got they can't do anything. They've run themselves dry. Their their only vision now is this kind of progressive, transgender inclusive crap, yeah. which isn't going to do any good to anybody. Instead of actually leading the nation to say, let's go out there and sell some stuff, build some stuff, and market it and get out into the world. Let's make use of every opportunity yeah. we can get, and make Scotland great again. But of course, that would be leadership. Forcing, that would be vision. That would be, you know, something useful. And therefore, it's against socialism because you might actually make some money, yeah. you know, or, the, or or worse than that, the people might make some money. And we don't want government hates when the people make some money. Exactly. You know, they just want the whole lot for themselves. So I, I think they're they are on a downward um, trend. It's, it's it's can you can we make the Scottish people aware um, just how bad it is and say, look, if you keep voting for these guys, that's what you're going to get. Labour and the SNP are just the same. Uh, you know, exactly. as bad as each other and have nothing to offer Scotland. Absolutely nothing. We're not going to welfare our way, you know, into a, a better a better country. Um, you need to make things, sell things and, and be effective and efficient. Of course, but the thing, the thing is, would you, anybody want to have, um, I mean, the thought of having a six-year-old want to learn, learn about, I mean, obviously, it means usually you don't get sex education until you're at least about 10, 11 years old anyway, just before you start going to secondary school, mm. or you're kind of that kind of age, but... To it's six, all earlier now too, but six, it's, early, it's earlier now. Six years old, <coughs> just to six years old, and they're basically enforcing transgender stuff, so basically 
the simple fact is the kids now growing up to when they hit about 20 or 25 they're going to be a bunch of pansies they're going to be a bunch wrapped up in cotton wool um, molly cuddles oh, put it, going, yeah put it this way they're not going to know what's under their blooming uh, what do they call it their kilt exactly will it be will it be male or female well that's yeah. difficult to tell you know it's, yeah, it's I mean you know, that's exactly. what they're turning it's into it's ridiculous it's where the, uh, why it's because of this is the well the bottom line is not because of the pan, it's the pansy culture it's because you have to be diverse it's, it's always like oh you're uh, racist against this it's like there's almost like the racist card when it's not it's, uh, uh, hate or should I say hatred against the homosexuality and things like that whoopie do it's uh, if you stop forcing it down people's throats and stop you're not going to get uh, people uh, coming at you and basically being hate, hate well, showing hate towards you because you're trying to ram it, ram your opinion, just as bad as SAP, uh, down people's throats when we don't want it. Simple uh, fact is, it's a go away, bye, see you later. Um, and it's totally wrong that why they're trying to force their diversity of diversity on, uh, <laughs> on, uh, uh. on, on everybody uh, to get, just to, just to please everybody. I'm sorry, uh, no, this is wrong. Let people get, let kids grow up, learn, and, and just get rid of this crap diversity rubbish and throw it yeah. out. Well, it's part of the old progressive little vision that, in effect, you know, it's about tearing apart of the normal standard family unit and replacing it with pretty much anything else. Ah, no, um, and that, and it totally destroys the kind of more yeah. right wing view of family's important, beliefs important, you know, working, business, low taxes, mm. low government, you know, small government. And it's you know it's the opposite of what they want. They want very strong government, um, and they want to be in charge. Um, but then your justice system is you know they let people out using a tag and all the rest of it. It completely goes against any kind of sense, and it always ends up in a mess. What is the well? What is a, a decent? What is the standard family these days? The standard family, which usually was uh, mother, father, and kids, usually. Um, but now it's either father, father, and kids, or mother, mother, and kids. But uh, you can see where that's got them, hasn't it? Well, I mean, it's still kind of quite small. It's more of the broken homes, isn't it? Yeah. Fathers who have left, and, and that's uh, the problem. I mean, that's they reckon that most of the people in prison, when you look at men in prison, you know, they never had a proper father figure in their life. It's about 80%. Hmm. and never had a proper father figure, so it makes a huge difference. So the idea of having a good, strong family is very, very important. It makes a massive difference. Um, we need role models. We need decent, you know, good mothers and fathers to to help set a good example. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, move on from the BBC and their total BBC biased uh, transgender program. I think it's simply wrong, and the typical BBC are just uh, well they're after their own agenda simply uh, yeah. for this. Uh, we've had recently Lily Allen, the singer, who because she went to one of the, the Cali Jungle before it was taken down. And simply accusing the, the basically the people of Britain were all Nazis because we didn't care. But it's okay for Lily Allen and all these wonderful, famous superstars to go to the Cali jungle or go to these places and say and cry and go, oh, I'm so sorry for teaching it like this. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'd go, tear a tissue, crush a grape, we don't give a flying uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Um... But uh, to be honest with you, what, but they don't really think that, understand that in the UK there is homes filled with kids that have no families or simply in childcare 
because either they've been taken away or they have no family and that is, mm. that is it and they're looking for somebody to be adopted or fostered to have that family that they've never had and try and have a life apart from being and it's very family. difficult to do it yeah, yeah almost um, impossible but, to jump through the hoops with them yeah and <clears throat> the bottom line is that um, yeah and the bottom line is they're wanting to bring in all these well I'd say child migrants who are about uh, 30 years old with the yeah. more beards than, the, than anybody else there's um, they shave at least three times a day in there so uh, that's how, that's how, that's how, that's how it, it, it was crazy it was the <laughs> biggest I mean when people say child minus and you know on their own yeah. um, you honestly think well it might be like a 12 year old or a 13 year old a uh, wee boy or wee girl you know coming to try and yes. and, 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 and get help and they, as soon as they came through they were they always said they all had beards they were all clearly, many of them, over the age of 18. And it was just nonsense. And so what did they do? Rather than be more apparent or check it or stop the flow, they simply put tarpaulins up so that the media couldn't see who was coming through. So you couldn't see the age or, or you just didn't see them at all. So, I mean, it's, it really shows that it's compounded the problem because they know they're in a terrible mess, but they're still allowing them through. Well, basically, the bottom line is they just simply don't... Who, who's, paying for these, who's paying for them? That's the question. Well, they said they said that they're Syrian families already in the UK, and these children belong to them, so they're going to therefore you know take them in. But I didn't think they were children. They look like a bunch of ISIS, you know, kind of lot ready to come into the country. You know, I mean, what's in their bag? You know, a black flag. I mean, it surprised me. Um, you know, I mean, it's they've you know they're, they're probably I, I'd be very very suspicious of the whole thing. I mean, they, it was on this week on Thursday that one of the ladies that was had done a report on the last um, Cali migrant group that came in, 60% of them were, were not children. 60% had, had lied and but hadn't been sent back. They'd all been accepted. So they, they know it's an absolute calamity. And, yeah. and, and I just say, what kind of people are they going to be? They're already prepared to lie about their age. What else are they going to lie about? It's just lost control. And why they... I mean, France, I think they should have done a lot more personally to get rid of them and stop bringing them... I mean, the way they were treating a lot of the lorry drivers who were trying to just simply deliver the the, the produce in the truck and trying to... um, I'll tell you It's still going on. It's still going on. I would be... Why are they not getting rid of them? They should be sending in the army or sending Uh in Gurkhas and say... and Well, the simple fact is... As I like, I always like. I'm quoting John John Gone here. As I do like what he says. Simple fact is, send in the Gurkhas. Stop. Three choices. Stop. If you don't stop, stop, or I'll shoot. And the third one is, you're dead. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> that's it, pretty much. Which I think is well, maybe a bit harsh, but uh, you have that's your choice. And the simple fact is, these guys they need to be sent back to where they came from. Um, yeah. and, and this is because obviously simply they want a free ride and, and benefit Britain uh, <coughs> in the recent news uh, uh, the news about that uh, father of eight his mother yeah. to move into 145,000 a big house a four bedroom mansion the one they had was and it's all benefit paid for mm, great uh, um, so as uh, they're going to contribute yeah it's all uh, so well, well the people who are busting their backside uh, working hard to just to keep my roof over their head at the best of times, but they get it for scot free. Simple fact is stop shagging your wife and stop having eight kids or any more. Simple fact: get the snip and stop it. Simple. That's what I would say. Um, or if you have any more than so many kids and you can't afford it, you don't. You've got to have a, a limit. It's ridiculous. I mean, just like stop. There must be a. 
a, it must be a, a curb or something to say, well, it's not our fault you kept at it. And you know, obviously your TV must have been broke. But uh, the old uh, old saying, but um, just to have, just to, but these constantly either breeding, basically a breeding machine, and you're just sponging off the government for money, which is ridiculous. And people who are out there who are, and by the taxpayers paying for it, it's people who are working. Yeah, but I don't think they're allowed to work because they're refugees, aren't they? They've come in. They've come in probably on an asylum. Well, no, um, I think they're, basic, they're, they're, so they're, are they. I don't know if they are. They allowed to work? I don't know. But maybe they are. Maybe they are. But it was on a. There was yeah. There was something there, but they were in a previous place. It was too small, and they're moving into yeah. another place. It's just crazy. But anyway, we're it's all this kind of virtue signalling, you know. Oh, look yeah. at us. We're taking in all these lot, and yet they forget about the millions of people who are stuck, you know, waiting to try and get a house. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's hundreds of thousands across the country who are now struggling even more. And we're all supposed to just give everything away for these lot and that. So it is, it's just a bit silly. But um, hopefully our government might grow a set of certain pieces of equipment and might actually kind of, you know, um, you know, stop the rocks <laughs> as quickly yeah, before, they, before it's too late. Because they are very, very wet. The, the Conservative, the current, sorry, the current Conservative group is... <laughs> kind of, grow a set of footballs, you mean? <laughs> If you want to put it like that, yeah. yeah okay, give them a good stiff kick in the footballs, maybe. <laughs> I thought even table tennis balls might be enough to actually improve the situation. <laughs> but um, it was... But no, because they're just... I mean, it's all this virtue signalling of, look how good we are, we're spending this, and, you know, we're taking all these people in. And they forget that, actually, they're probably taking the wrong people in, and it's not going to help anybody. It's just going to add to the taxpayers' bill. Let's... let's well, let's, on that note, we're going to take a small commercial break, and we'll play some music, which I... I haven't really decided what music we're going to play again, but I'll just play some random music. Um, it won't be Lily Allen. Uh, no, it won't be Lily Allen. <laughs> I'd just say let's burn that one. Um, no. Maybe so, she was crying because of the lack of her successive sales. Maybe she's not in the charts. Uh, maybe, maybe not, that's probably why. Anyway, let's uh, take a commercial break and uh, we'll come back with, uh, obviously, with uh, our usual, with the big news at the moment. Within a week's time, you're going to have the big American election, so we'll come back with that, and we'll have after that. Yay. We'll also have a bit of an update if there's any recent car talk, any movies, maybe, if there's a not really <coughs> movies later. Aye. But uh, we'll come back with that after the break. Enjoying the show? Tell us about it. Send us your feedback, suggestions, or thoughts to hattrickandramsey at gmail.com. <laughs> This show is brought to you by EdinburghDusters.com and IdeasGoingLive.com. Check out Soul Central Magazine, number one for the indies and celebs. Go global or stay local at SoulCentralMagazine.com.
Welcome back, part two of the Hatchick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. Yes, sponsored by, not sponsored by Jelly Tots, um, and sponsored by Pink Concrete. No, it's not. Uh, that's uh, somebody else. But we will do also a shout-out section later on. We'd like to do a good shout-out section for uh, some fellow podcasters and people we know in the industry. Uh, so we're going to come back, simple, we're coming back to Trump and Clinton. Within the next, hey. within the next few days, week, and week. yeah, nine days, well, a week tomorrow. Yeah. But basically, by when a week Wednesday morning, we'll know. Wednesday, a week and Wednesday, we will know. This is oh, it's going to be good. Monday, the thirty uh, first of uh, October, and uh, obviously Halloween. If you're into Halloween, if you've been uh, playing with your ghillies, ghosts and ghillies, leave them there. Uh, <laughs> Bad joke. <laughs> I was joking actually that my, my Trump stickers on my windows <laughs> have kept any trick or treater away without any problems at all. See, see, wanted, I think they must think I'm completely so they mad. So they and so I thought. They haven't, they haven't tanned your windows in with a brick by any chance. <laughs> no, they're too scared because my other sticker's an NRA one. <laughs> and it was like. <laughs> my good old buddies at the NRA, you know. <laughs> Right, cool. Okay, so give us an update. What's going on with Trump and Clinton? You, you're the man on the note, on the on the pulse. Emails, emails. <laughs> Don't delete your emails. Oh no. Oh dear. There goes Clinton straight to jail. But um, yeah, it's been it's been something else because I mean at one point you know last week it was she had about a twelve point lead, um, and and it literally it, it dwindled by eleven points in about two days um, because the FBI have reopened. Um, the, her, the investigation into her emails because one of her aides, this woman Abin Shubid or something, woman, woman, um, uh, her estranged husband, who's also a pedophile, and he was arrested for pedophilia, um, and and uh, he had to hand over his computer, um, and on that computer wasn't just um, uh, dodgy pictures, um, but were a whole bunch of emails that were linked um, to the ones that had supposedly been lost and deleted. So the FBI said, hang on a minute, we found a gold mine um, of all sorts of stuff that Clinton said. Oh, I don't think that was confidential. Um, but of course it was. Um, and, uh, and then also it's got all sorts of very interesting emails about how they set up Bernie Sanders um, and really ruined his campaign um, and said all sorts of nasty things about him. Um, they've, done, they've taken money of all sorts of people. I mean, it's just, it is as corrupt. Uh, they, one, of the, one of the aides, I think, from CNN, um, had actually given them questions, had actually passed through the debate questions to Hillary Clinton. So she knew what the questions were going to be like. Um, I mean, it really was was incredible. And that's just a little bit. There's even more to come this week. Um, and, of course, uh, all, all the Clinton campaign can say is, how can they possibly reopen an investigation when the last time it was sorted out? Um, but but the thing is, of course, they can, because there's new evidence. 
And if you have new evidence, you open the case. I, I was going so, to I was going to get into the stage that we're watching the last if you. Uh, so press campaigns or campaigns of sort of what she was doing. I was kind of getting to stages that actually Hillary Clinton is standing to try to be president, or is it Michelle Obama? Uh, it was almost getting to stage. I think if it was Michelle Obama, she'd probably actually do a lot better, um, possibly. But uh, it seems to be that they, they seem to. Be, well, you do wonder who's actually doing the campaigning for her. Well, they all had to quit. They all had to stop because on Friday night, when it was released, Obama cancelled all their appearances with the Clinton rallies. They, they had to cancel because obviously they've been told it's serious, don't be seen with with, with, with Hillary and that. <clears throat> so they cancelled everything. There's also the news that the, a lot of the voting machines, uh, when they were actually jumping, there were people were trying to vote for Trump and they were jumping to Clinton um, on the... So there's a bit of a few dodgy machines, electronic machines going on there. Yeah, some of the places in Texas actually changed to paper ballots again because of that, and a whole number of people have been charged and, uh, with, with fraud, with voter fraud. And I think one person has been charged voting about 10 times under a dead man's name or something. So there's all sorts of things that are happening, but at least they're getting onto it quickly and dealing with it, which is really important. But, um, but yeah, and all of that, so it's, it's become very, very close. And that's before they take into account the kind of voter surge, they say the kind of silent Trump voter who's not getting involved is going to vote for Trump a week tomorrow. So it's could be it could be amazing. I genuinely think that Trump's got a chance of winning this now. I was a wee bit concerned before, but now I think he's got a real chance. A lot of people have been, I think, uh, as I've been listening, have been putting their money on Trump to win and they could be walking away with a certain few few notes in their extra notes in their pocket. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, I put so a tenner on Trump. A tenner, so you could get the yeah. nine to two odds. I think I might tempt it just to sort of, for the sake of this one off uh, put Trump uh, to win. That could be interesting to see. Like you could put, you could put a bet on Trump and put uh, like a, a tenner on Hillary to win and see what you might because she might be higher odds because she's obviously not in favour. But you could walk away with still more money either way. <laughs> it could be not. Ah, it's quite a thing, isn't it? Uh, but, it could be not too bad. But so. But I uh, think the momentum now has has changed dramatically, and all the polls have have closed right up. And there were a few that I looked at tonight. Um, that were saying that that, Clint, that sorry that uh, that Trump is actually ahead by four points in Florida and Ohio and Pennsylvania, and they're all key swing t- states. In fact, pretty much every every president that has won Florida has gone on to win the presidency. So these are big ones, and I think if he gets some momentum now and it builds up through the week, and he can keep that going over the weekend, then I think it, it, it's going to be it's going to put him hopefully in the White House. But because um, that's what they did, it was kind of like the Brexit vote. You know, about a week before we had, we voted, Brexit started to take a few leads in some of the polls, just by a couple of points, and then it really closed up on the day. In fact, they were behind on the day. Um, but it just showed you, and I, I think very similar here. Um, it, it, they also said that people who were um, who were kind of undecided or potentially Clinton voters, a third of them now would not vote for her because of the the reopened FBI in, in investigation. Yeah, and I was speaking so, to somebody who I know who voted for his American citizen in the Edinburgh. Won't name names uh, has voted for Trump, which is good because obviously the his, the verdict was uh, that the Clintons are basically crooks. It's more more fixing. Um, I was going to say going leading on to something else. I want to talk about. It. I've been watching the X Factor recently. Uh, I found it quite interesting, but obviously you probably mentioned you heard about Honey G. If you say, uh, I say honey, you say G, honey, G, obviously, you're right, maybe not. 
Um, I've not I've not watched the X Factor at all well, this year actually. Well, um, Honey G is uh, well, let's just say um, glorified trying to be rap rap artist is obviously gaining in a bit of popular in popularity. Let's say I say I think she's going through a fake and maybe a midlife crisis in some way or form, and maybe just for the entertainment purposes. And considering the person that got voted out last night, Gifty Louise, um, some of the talented singers that are getting voted off, and she seems to be and the clowns that are simply voting for her. I would say there's uh, about as much, there's probably more fixing on the X factor than there is between the the current American elections uh, campaign mm. at the moment, which is uh, probably not hard. But I would say the Clinton campaign, um, more so at the moment. Uh, if you, I think there's a lot of boycotting going on again, so I think people are going to be boycotting the X factor for the next couple of weeks because they're just fed up of Honey G because she's just crap and she's a fake and these talented singers who are getting t- kicked off for no reason. So. Uh, on that, um, yeah. So, anything? Else? What do you think? You see, yeah. On on the on going back to the Trump Clinton thing, yes. especially in Britain. I mean, it's been seen that it's incredibly one sided. The, the the you know the cover you get regarding Trump is always negative, and Clinton is seen as the the only person kind of suitable for government. And yet, <coughs> when you look at all of their history and all of the things that they've done, I mean, you just wouldn't trust her at all. But they were saying that people who have gone to America and come back over to Britain again, they couldn't believe the anti-Hillary feeling over there. So there is a very, very strong anti-Hillary um, you know, group out there that just said we would never vote for her um, because they are just so dodgy. Uh, and they're also worried that she's going to try and start some kind of war because she's taken so much money from like Saudi Arabia and all these kind of arms, um, arms companies um, through our Clinton Foundation. And they're desperate for some results. So they want a war, basically, you know, or the money back. And that, so it's like it's it's quite cra- it's it's crazy. And then when when people tell me, oh, how can you vote for Trump or how can you even support him? I say, well, look at Clinton, and you tell me that, that Trump's bad. You know, at least he maybe says a few silly words here and there. But you know, there's there's Bill who has you know assaulted people, uh, committed adultery when he was in office under oath, um, and 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 Clinton supported it. You know, so it's it's something else. But I, I just can't wait because if he wins a week on Wednesday. Oh, can you imagine all oh, the bleeding heart liberals saying, how could have America voted for this man and so on? It's going to be classic TV. Any more news on cars recently? Anything? Uh, there is a new Ford Mustang convertible that's just been launched. Um, not the best time to launch it in the wintertime. No, probably um, not. <laughs> considering people actually want to have them in the summertime. Yes. Um, starting off at around about £35,000. Um, it got a fairly favourable write-up. Um, you get a lot of car for your money. And it is, you know, that kind of lovely American retro uh, kind of styling, um, lots of noise, lots of fun, and, and really quite good value for money. Um, other than that, I'm just trying to think there's if there's car, anything. There's a car I saw, actually, which I'd never seen before. It's made by BMW. Uh, I've seen it twice in Edinburgh. I've been driving around. And it's almost like the, it's a very similar to a slightly bigger version of, like, the Volkswagen Up. But it's a BMW. It's like an A3 or something. Or something, oh, it's an i3. i3. The i3, yeah, it's a kind of hybrid, yeah. ele- fully, ele- fully electric car. Yeah, right. yeah. No, absolutely they are quite good. They're quite expensive, but they are actually pretty good. They can get quite remarkable mileage, um, and you just charge them up. So um, I'm not. I think that one's got a petrol engine as well as an electric one. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, they're pretty good. They're all making quite big uh, gains in their performance and how far they can go on a on one charge, um, which is quite interesting. Well, so there's a lot of new cars coming out that should improve, like the new Renault Zoe, which is an electric car, 
and they've got a new electric engine you could say in that um, and uh, and that that's only going to get you about 200 miles on a tank uh, or on a charge which is about twice as what the current one can do <clears throat> so that'll be quite yeah but they're, they're not cheap mind you yeah. they're going to be you know about 20 grand plus um, you get some discounts through the government scheme uh, but they depreciate like nothing else I, I mean the, yeah, yeah they're, they're, phone only lasts you about a year and you have to get a new battery basically uh, <laughs> yeah we have to pay for a, an extra battery fee on them yeah, when you, run, when you have could, one uh, make use of all these stupid wind turbines that don't do anything uh, they, have a, they could have a road going up to them all with the recharging points for your electric cars because they don't seem to be doing much else any, much anything else apart from just destroy, looking, making the countryside look rather ugly so uh, yeah. that's what they could do for once they to be safe and make, make some use of the, the waste of S&P great idea let's stick wind turbines everywhere they'll do bugger all <laughs> but anyway so that's um the car, the latest cars. Um, mm-hmm. Not really seen any movies lately. I need to go and see some movies. Uh, I'm not really, can't really talk about them. So uh, yeah, I want to see Jack Reacher too. That looks really good. So do I. I want to go and see. That, that. looks really um, good. And also, um, Hacksaw Ridge. Is it Hacksaw Ridge that one, the new Mel Gibson one? Yeah. Um, yeah nice it, that looks really good, actually. That might be up for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So it's um, yeah, that looks really good. Okay, and we can do. Um, oh, we'll do a shout out. We'll do a shout out now. This is a bit. Hey, this is all completely... To all our friends who are podcasters. Yeah, we've got well, a couple of things we're going to promote, actually. It's a bit kind of... Mm, a bit of oh, eerie fairy tonight, but hey-ho. It's all some part of the fun. Um, Lots of editing. Yeah, it's, it's taking me three years to edit the bloody thing. Um, but uh, so, so we're doing... Um, shout-outs to... We're going to shout-out to the James Whale radio show. If you have not listened to James Whale uh, and Rob Oldfield, uh, please go to jameswhale.co.uk. Sorry, jameswhaleradio.co.uk, I think it's the James Whale Radio. But anyway, let's first just search for the James Whale Radio Show and you will find him. Um, and uh, you can listen to their podcast. There's over a hundred or so hours of a podcast there. You can have a listen and catch up with He's got many good interviews of many people. Um, very fun, especially the last couple they were talking about and especially the last couple uh, when they were talking about fracking. But we won't go into that one um, too much. Um, so... Um, <laughs> Excuse my partner, he's dying on the end of the the call. Um, so also when you mentioned John Gaunt, John Gaunt has been given donations of these, like with his listeners, and he's going over to America. We're actually in America now because he's going to be speaking to general ordinary, ordinary people out there to cover the U.S. election and try and do broadcasts out there as well. Some of the shows and also possibly take calls as well. Um, Give a shout out to our well. Once we catch track, well, we know where he is. He's busy, but once you track him down and get him on Skype again, our other broadcast partner, uh, Jonathan Sutherland, he'll be back on soon. We'll get him uh, back onto the airwaves and find out what he's been doing over the last uh, six to seven months of this this year. So I'm sure he has a lot to talk about because he always is. He is our basically our A class political correspondent. He is our roving reporter, he, uh, and he gives us usually an update from all over the world. Uh, he's just like Sam Kiley from Sky News, but he just doesn't get blown up, um, which is always helps. So, um, <laughs> also, just a quick, on a serious note, we want to uh, give a shout, I'll talk about the Awake Africa Scotland project. If you have never heard about Awake Africa Scotland, it is to highlight the abuse of women in Africa and around the world. It is to also to support victims of uh, sex trafficking as well. 
Um, if you look at awakeafricascotland.co.uk, you will find out what this project's about. project is going to happen in Edinburgh. It's going to be a stage show to perform basically true life events of what goes on to an extent on a stage show uh, to people um, to show people what goes on and to support uh, some a couple of organisations who deal with women who go through abuse and also sex trafficking and simply to help give women a voice but you can find all the information on awakeafricascotland.co.uk um, excuse me what else so that's um, our shout-outs. Also, sorry, I haven't actually finished the shout-outs. I do apologise. Give a shout-out to the Guy R. Cook Report, if you haven't heard about Guy R. Cook. Um, here's the Guy R. Cook Report, which he has five to ten minute podcasts regarding um, SEO, etc., website stuff, and also, etc., etc. I also want to give a shout-out to Kevin Scullion from Alba Digital Media and John Drummond from IdeasGoLive.com. So you can search to find these people online. But uh, that's our shout-out section. Uh, what is Hattrick? What are you finding? What are you looking up? I'm just seeing if there's anything out there as to what's happening. Yes. But I haven't found anything major. Um, it's less than two months to Christmas. Oh, there we go. Of course. Yeah, Christmas less than two months to Christmas. Like Christmas shopping yet? Oh, well, yeah, we've started a little bit of it. And, and that's it. It's uh, <coughs> on, on getting your... Amazon parcels delivered. Yeah, good point. But, uh, good point. Yeah, but there's lots of good deals. I mean, yeah. there's still amazing stuff out there. There's no doubt. I don't think the, the Brexit has made any difference to... Yeah. Um, or I, I don't think it's put up prices at all. If anything, they've come down. Um, and that, there's so, many, so much business going on. In fact, when I was speaking to Jonathan yesterday, he was saying he was at a big mall um, in the south, south, southeast of London. Um, and he said he'd never seen the place busier. He said they were busing. It was some. I don't know if it was the Brent Cross one, the big the big mall at Brent, Brent Cross, mm-hmm. uh, big shopping centre. But he said they were simply busing in the tourists wow. because they can now afford to buy more because of the exchange rate. <laughs> and they were. He said that he said he was in the Burberry shop. Was it Burberry? The, the, you know, the major clothes retailer. Um, and uh, and he said the queue um, was about twenty minutes long. And he reckoned they were doing about they were doing about two thousand pounds every few minutes. Wow! And that and it was all like you know Chinese, Japanese, Americans all all coming in um, and buying as much stuff as they could. And that. So he said you know it's doing well. No wonder no wonder retail sales are up. And that because it's it's it's, it's something else. This is interesting. So this is but uh, well retail is getting. I mean Christmas shopping is good to start looking for bargains now and to start seeing what you can buy. Which is Aye. a good thing. It's uh, if you shop around, you can f- certainly find some good stuff uh, if you're on a budget. Um, highly recommend. It's good. Just uh, don't just necessarily go for the obvious. You look, do search online, do search around about because you might find yourself that little bargain. So um, out there, which is always good. Thing. So, um, but yes, I'm what we're gonna. I'm, I'm sure I was thinking there. I completely lost my train of thought again. But hey, hoax. I was we're just talking about Christmas. Um, well, you were away on holiday recently. You were in Spain. You should you should tell tell everyone how good Spain is. <coughs> I didn't really say that. I didn't really strike. We didn't really, we did talk about holiday stuff the last one, and we didn't. I didn't talk about. Yeah, I didn't tell about people about Spain, did I? No. Well, I didn't talk about. I was in Malaga. Well, I flew into Malaga. I was in Tor- I was in uh, my hotel was in La Calina, which is just outside Torremolinos, um, which is if you. Malaga is the one the main the main city, but uh, it's like the suburbs are pretty much the 
and places out with. Uh, you can get a train quite easily along, uh, or uh, etc. Um, so there's Victoria, there's the Spoongrola, there's all these little mini towns, like suburb towns, like you do in a normal out, outskirts of a normal city, really. Um, yeah, very good. It's, it's been there five times now. Uh, Malaga is to get if you want a quieter holiday and you want something that's maybe pretty much for your. The old, it is more the older generation do you go there it's not your full of your youths it's not people partying for partying and getting uh, it's not Ibiza it's not Ibiza or Benidorm and it's well, uh, pretty much that's what it's not uh, it's quieter it's more relaxing you get the weather um, it's, 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 it's lots of lovely promenades aren't they I mean, you, yes. you, you walked along lots of lovely promenades yes you've got the prom you can just walk from pretty much one end almost to the other without having to do, do too much diverting off but um, right. plenty beach plenty sea, just nice views a lot of the shops are pretty much the same same cheap stuff different shop really it's like different prices that's all they do but uh, it is good, nice cafes. It's pretty much an eat, sleep, drink, and that's pretty much what they do over there. They don't really do it because it's more relaxing. Um, but it is nice to go walk around. There's a few places you can go. You can get bus tours to to Gibraltar, which is really good. I enjoyed that for the first time there. Uh, nice wee, a wee minute, a small day trip, which is great. Um, also, I recommend going to Marbella, which is quite nice. Is where the money is flowing. Um, obviously, where a lot of famous people go. And have houses at property as well. But uh, if you want a nice relaxing holiday, you're not really up to much. Just want to more sit by the pool or sit on the beach, go for walks. Uh, I would say Malaga is a good place to go. There's a few shopping centres you can do. If you're self-catering, uh, you eat pretty cheaply. There's plenty Aldi's and Lidl's and there's supermarkets that are very cheap. So you're not, you're, you can't go wrong with buying stuff. Do you think it's basics. cheaper than here? Do you think it's cheaper than here in the supermarkets? Um, some of the stuff, depending on it, can be cheap. Uh, I would say when I went to Lidl and Aldi, some of the stuff is all right. I mean, I'm a bit, I'm, I'm a, I like to shop. I think with the, they, they have a thing called Deals, which is the Poundland, Poundland family. Now, oh, yeah. with it being 150, uh, that's in Torremolina Square. And there is... With it being one euro fifty for buy three for one euro fifty, and obviously back here you get buy buy three for a pound, and the because the exchange rate was actually it was worked out cheaper to buy it back in the UK technically mm. than that is to buy the one euro fifty. But uh, it's um, yeah, it's it's there. It's it's hit or miss. I think when the exchange rate was better, it did feel cheaper. But technically, it's almost at the moment it's like for like. So there's not really much of a difference in the cost, but um, the, if you shop around, it can be cheaper depending on what you're buying, depending on what you're looking for. But um, I would say it just all depends on the exchange rate, at the time, and the way things are going. It's well, we just hope they get rid of the euro altogether and make things back to normal where it should be. But hey, that we just don't know when that's going to happen. If it happens, um, unless the douche bank go bust. Yeah, well, that was the other thing, actually. We didn't talk about that. Deutsche Bank, Deutsche Bank, Deutsche Bank, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah, it's getting there. It's getting, it's under a lot of pressure. But um, they were saying that a lot of even European economists are now saying that the euro's only got maybe a year or two left in it. A a maximum one year to five years. And they reckon it will will not be in its current form after that. Also, we can, uh, as I I mentioned, talk about money that is announced today uh, that in March next year you will have the new pound coin is coming out 
So All the right. old pound coin will be not very much worth much. So I recommend soon you'll be having to uh, also exchange your old pound coins for the new ones because of the new shape. So uh, also there's been a lot of controversy with the new five plastic five pound notes as well. Now, a lot of the All shops right. are not stopping to accept accept them because they've obviously a lot of them people are testing them to be how defaced and how how uh, durable are they. So, like, one uh, showing you could, almost with a rubber, you could rub out, a, 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 like, a general eraser rubber, you could, like, you could rub out the face of the five-pound note quite easily. So they're not as durable as they are saying they're durable, of what they either advertised. So they can mm. actually, yeah, so they're not, I think maybe they're, uh, whether this plastic five-pound notes are a good idea or a bad idea, uh, to be honest with you. So I think it's maybe not looking like a bad idea if everyone's trying to say, how, how durable are they, basically? Mm, so yeah. that's what they're trying to do. But um, but yeah, so anyway, that's uh, what's been really in the news. Nothing really too major. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll so, need to get that one for next week. Yeah, we'll, need well to do we're the big trying. Uh, well, it's okay. Well, we could do. Obviously, the, the election is on on Tuesday night, and uh, we'll have to try and do a live coverage if we can. Podcast and record it live and see what we how we get on. Uh, but certainly on the Wednesday will be the day of the, let's just say, yeah. day of the shaking. Yes, it's going to be It's going to be a great shaking. Will be, uh, this is when the jungle drums will be playing, will it be Trump or Clinton, or will it be Trump being made president and uh, Clinton going away in the back of a van uh, with FBI written in the back of it? <laughs> so, no. It could be before then, you never know the way it's going. Yeah, that could be interesting. It's quite something. Yeah, yeah. You'll see her doing a live broadcast uh, debate with a few 200 people because nobody else wants yeah. to see her. And uh, you'll see and that'll be done in front of 200 prisoners and officers <laughs> and prison officers. But um, no, it's going to be something. Slap the cuffs on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could be interesting. But, but, um, um, but anything, nothing really. SM, well, I think basically SNP, Nicholas Sturgeon's got her back against the wall. Um, she's uh, I think they're getting found out and they're starting to crumble because uh, at the moment they're being what she's trying to do is actually making things worse and the simple fact is that we have as no supporters of no two independence and no confidence in the, the Scottish, current Scottish government which is the SNP uh, and simple fact that we they have no funding they're not funding anything of like the local police, they're having to use duct tape to hold their cars together. Um, also, they they've got a 16 billion deficit, and the simple fact is they're not willing to entertain that. They're trying to make money for the country to try and bring that down, but they'd rather just break us all up and make things and say we don't care. Bye. <laughs> so, but anyway, I think but uh, that's pretty yeah. much what's been going on. Are you falling asleep on me? Not quite. No, no, I'm still awake. I'm uh, going to assure you I'm awake. Yes, you're dozing off there. And I can, cause you know, see him on camera. It's like, he's like, is he falling asleep? Thanks, you boring. <laughs> so anything else you I was saying we need some new presenters. Uh, we need some new presenters. You're fired. No, it's going to be, I think it's going to be very exciting next week. It's going to be really, really good. Yeah. Um, just with all the stuff that's going on. Um, of course, there was a Grand Prix as well yesterday. Oh, um, yeah, and, and basically everyone was getting disqualified except Hamilton and Rosberg <laughs> um, because they were all doing funny moves. So it was quite, yeah, the Mexican Grand Prix twice now has been pretty good, actually. Uh-huh. And lots of overtaking and, and people crashing and all that. So 
Um, uh, Rosberg still leads, but his lead has been cut to just 19 points, um, and there's two races to go, so it's going to be nip and tuck as to what happens. Um, but yeah, it's actually been quite a, a close few races the last wee bit, so could be pretty exciting. They've got Brazil to come in two weeks' time, and then Abu Dhabi uh, on the 27th of November, I think it is. So that'll be, yeah, that should be lots of fun. Is Abu Dhabi the last one, then? Yes, that's the final one. I mean, it goes on until just before December. I mean, it used to finish in early October, right. and now it's the end of November. It's a 21-race series now. It's it, massive. So, so it's going to have added new fixtures. Yeah, lots of them, lots of them. But I have to say, there have been a lot of good new tracks. Right. Quite impressive new tracks this year. So, so why, why but, is Abu Dhabi always the last one? Yeah. It's just the way that they choose to finish it. Um, it's the one that's half. It starts off during the day and then it ends up being a night race. Um, and all the lights come on around the track. It's a spectacular venue. Uh, the one in Abu Dhabi, I'd love to go to that actually. And anyone who's listening who, who loves Grand Prix, I'd strongly recommend Abu Dhabi because all my mates who have been say it's phenomenal. And that it's just it's just an incredible well, experience. Was Abu Dhabi's where the money is, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, amazing! And you can go to Ferrari World's right next to the track. Um, it's a kind of Ferrari theme park right. and it's just amazing so if you like cars you've just got to go it's just fantastic <laughs> and uh, so yeah yeah lots of good stuff but um, um, we, we can talk about other, st- other stuff later on in our next podcast is see what's, we'll see, we'll see what's going on in the next couple of weeks well next few days especially when it's leading up to the big general election in America uh, and oh, it will yeah. be in the White House come January um, well, yeah. so it's going to be interesting who will uh, be going to jail and uh, well that was the other wee thing can I quickly say yeah, can. very quickly say um, Trump went on in one of his rallies he said he's going to um, cut uh, all the you know they did a big climate change uh, legislation piece of legislation that meant I think it was with the UN and all this stuff and because Donald Trump quite rightly believes that climate change is a hoax he's just going to cancel the whole thing he's going to just scrap all the you know rubbishy renewable plans and everything like that and just stick with oil. Because he said they've got more oil and gas than anywhere in the rest of the world combined. And why should they be spending all that money on rubbish and stuff that's not going to make them any money? So he's going, yeah, so if he gets in, he's just going to cut the size of government dramatically. And that, I believe, will really restore America to, to well, make it great again. So he'll, Certainly help to contribute to that. So he'll be um, using, he'll... Um Wearing his T-shirt, I love fossil fuels. Hi, <laughs> and joining us. And joining us. <laughs> so anyway, um, we're going to obviously we'll come back for our next show um, when it comes to yeah. next week. We will be doing one, we'll, hopefully the Monday night again, and um, we can get, try and get a preview of what we can expect. Obviously, with the the big election. So as I say, uh, Obama will probably be in the golf course. Um, uh, Trump could be in the White House and he's Clinton, going to have his head in his hands and Clinton could be in jail yeah, so yeah. so it's all good. well there were rumours that Obama was linked to some of these private emails too oh. and if that's the case he's in big trouble uh, let's just say he's going to be one way ticket to visit uh, yeah there'll be two of them going in the cell two in the cell one way ticket to a private jet to he won't even get to Panama, but um, <laughs> no. If, if if he's been seen deleting stuff or, or you know trying to get in the way of all of that, um, then that's not good for him. Um, no, no the, he could he could be under investigation, and then that will really it's going to be exciting. They said it's going to get dirty, and boy oh boy, has it got dirty in this election campaign? Well, I suppose but it's so much more interesting. It's so much more exciting say, probably, than anything yeah. in Britain. 
I'd probably say for the next week the, the shit is going to hit the fan rather hard. Uh, so, uh, oh, yeah. it's just not the local uh, cow factory. But anyway, um, uh, but anyway on that note... Uh, it's time to say night-night. Time to say good night, and uh, thank you for listening. We was a bit of a kind of all over the place, but sometimes that's just the best. When it's all With editing, place. it'll be perfect. Uh, yes, that will be interesting. But anyway, uh, till next time, um, thank you for listening to the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. Uh, look forward to hearing from you again. Um, any comments, emails, uh, feedback, please get in touch. And uh, yeah, um, okay, Hugh, bring the car around. I'm ready to go home now. <laughs> oh, I am home. <laughs> We're going to have to escape using the back entrance again. <laughs> That's our usual. Uh, yes, we'll just escape. <laughs> Bags are packed. Anyway, say goodbye to your listeners. Goodbye. Goodbye. Till next time. Take it easy. Bye bye now.